His voice was raspy and demanding. Terlingua, it's about 80 miles from here, down close to the Mexican border. Terlinguans are different, the old man said with attitude. I already knew that, but given his tone, I wasn't going to admit it. To my way of thinking, that was the whole appeal. My cousin hadn't grown up like me and practically every other kid in the country. In the age of connectedness, my cousin and my uncle were about as unconnected as you can get. They didn't have a phone, and unbelievably, they didn't even have a computer. My mother liked to say they lived under a rock. I guess my uncle did at one time, literally. There was always a grin on mom's face when she spoke of me going out west one day to dig them up. What I said back to the old-timer was, I wouldn't know if they're different, sir. I haven't met any. Take my word for it, he insisted. It seemed like we had reached an impasse. I took my leave, set my duffel bag in a corner, and headed over with my backpack toward the couch and the coffee table for what I hoped would be a short wait. The breeze stirred by the paddles of the overhead fan felt good, and the leather couch was comfortable. For a couple of impatient minutes, my eyes triangulated from the front door to my watch to the eyes of the mountain lion lounging on a waist-high slab of burlwood across the room. From where I sat, the big cat kept staring at me. Those eyes might have been made of glass, but they were making me nervous. Maybe to avoid the mountain lion's predatory gaze, I grabbed for the newspaper on the coffee table. Three headless bodies found in the Rio Grande, the headline read. Well, I thought, that's not so good. The dateline read Rio Bravo, Mexico, which reminded me that Bravo was my cousin's middle name. I didn't know much about the Rio Grande, but this much I'd picked up back home. Rio Bravo del Norte, brave river of the north, is the Mexican name for the Rio Grande. The article was only a couple of paragraphs long and added little to the splashy headline. The bodies had been discovered just the day before, and the murders were presumed to be the work of Mexico's vicious drug cartels. What I wanted to know was the location of this town of Rio Bravo. Was it in the Big Bend or anywhere close to it? I considered asking my friend behind the desk, but thought better of it. Rio and his dad would know. Citing a computer at a table in the corner of the lobby, I checked in with my parents while the emailing was easy. I decided against mentioning the headline in the local paper. Uncle Alan had already assured them that the violence they'd been hearing about along the Rio Grande hadn't come anywhere close to the Big Bend. It was either way upstream, especially around the city of Juarez, or way downstream, closer to the Gulf of Mexico. Terlingua's river companies were running trips as usual through the canyons of the Big Bend. What I emailed my parents was that I'd made it to Alpine and was expecting Rio and Uncle Alan any minute. As I was finishing up with shout-outs to my younger sisters and brother, the phone was ringing behind the hotel desk. I heard the scratch of the old man's voice as he took the call. Just then, some rowdy Texans emerged from the restaurant behind the lobby and drowned out all other sound.
By the time they passed through onto the street, the old guy was off the phone. Your name Dylan Sands? He called. Yes, sir, I volunteered. That would be me. He beckoned me over. That was your cousin calling. Left a message for you. They running late? Not exactly. Said you should hitchhike down there. Hitchhike? You have to be kidding. Son, those were his exact words. What was his explanation? No explanation. Oh, and one other thing. Look him up at the Starlight. What's that? The Starlight Theater is what he's talking about. Meet him at a theater? It used to be one back in the mining days. That was before the market for mercury went bust and Terlingua went to ruin. The fellow.